Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Sucre Podcast. In this podcast, I will be reading my article entitled A Guide to Fiction Writing. It was posted on September 26, 2022. And with that, we'll just go ahead and get started. I'm now at the point where people ask me more about my tips on writing than for job referrals. Thank God. But I've also noticed that I do not yet have a single source of truth, per se, on the subject besides my mostly tongue-in-cheek 10 tips on writing. And I link to my blog post entitled 10 Tips on Writing. So here's an attempt at a truly expansive guide. The first thing to note is that there is not really any meta course technique or book that's going to help you to out too much here. The best attempt at such that I've read is The Hero with a Thousand Faces by Joseph Campbell. But even then, that doesn't really tell you the whole story. The most important thing to know about fiction is that, at its fundamental level, is about taking an idea in your mind and packaging it in such a way that someone else can get as close as possible to seeing the same idea in their own mind. It will never be perfect. The best writers get pretty damn close. This is best described with an example. Let's take a short story that I've written, Gray Area. I link uh, the direct link to Gray Area, the short story that I wrote. Take the opening scene with Fox taking the call from Sarah in his apartment. Visually, I can see the scene. I know what Fox looks like. I know how he shambles around the apartment, phone in his ear. I know how upset Sarah sounds through the phone speaker, but you don't. So I have to describe things to you, and hopefully you have the same sort of emotional connection to everything that I do. I've got to be tactful about it, though. I can't just explain everything one-to-one with what I see as plainly as possible, or else your eyes are just going to glaze over with boredom. Also, because the um, I might this is me uh, going ad lib, so I might describe this in the blog post later. But a big reason why you have to write in beautiful prose, you can't just describe things, is because the prose gives a person emotion more than you know just reading something out loud, right? So if you write things in a specific way, if you write things poetically then it enhances the feeling of dread, or of happiness, or of uh, sadness, something like that. So I've got to leave some holes for you to fill in yourself, and when I describe things, it should be poetic enough that's easy for you to uh, consume, and naturally get the same emotional feeling that I'm going for. So that last line is, is a little bit similar to what I was talking about. Obviously, that's a lot harder in practice than theory, and each writer has their own strategy to try and crack it. The route I personally chose is through dialogue. My stories are always very dialogue-heavy because when it comes to a person saying something, you can write very plainly what they say and have it still make a lot of sense. But you don't have to follow this strategy specifically. Um, in order to get inspiration, uh, both for what to write and how to write it. Reading other fiction books is valid, but I actually wouldn't recommend it. Good books will give you the most specific advice in terms of, say, for example, what makes a good uh, written description or piece of prose. 
I actually do have an internal document that I refer to, which has pieces of writing that I think do a good job of describing both hard detail and emotion. Here are some examples. I, I write a couple of examples. Uh, you know, there's one from Ulysses by James Joyce. There's one from uh, Stoner by John Williams. And there's one from The Peregrine by J.A. Baker. Uh, since they are not uh, super relevant to the content of my post, and also I need to save my breath for reading the rest of this, I'm going to skip over that section, but if you were curious what examples I did use, you can go down in the description of this podcast and, and see the blog post yourself. But, like I mentioned, I would not recommend books as a first go-to source. Instead, I would recommend movies and music. The movie recommendation is rather straightforward. A film director can get a lot more across than a writer because they are visually showing you, via actors and props, what is inside their head. And so it's a wise to watch a lot of movies, see the good ones focus see what the good ones focus on in terms of detail, and then try to emulate that in your writing. Going back to the gray areas example, in the scene where Annabelle goes to stay at Fox's apartment for the night, uh, this is a scene that's been done in a relatively similar fashion in many films. Uh, so it made sense describing it made describing the scene easier when I knew what cues were for those scenes, which I had watched before. And also, I think it particularly helps me since mine is so dialogue driven. Um, of course, you know, uh, most films are are mostly driven by dialogue, so it's easier to to get that example from it. Music is also special, and that's the purest form of art. It's just a series of sounds, noises, that elicit a certain emotional response. I guess I should say it's one of the purest forms of art, because art itself, you know, drawing stuff on a canvas is also pretty pure. But I uh, just wanted to put that one out there for all the artists who happen to be listening. As I mentioned, all writing is really is just trying to get other people to experience the same series of emotional responses to something as you do. Even the more intellectual writers have some sort of emotional response to the topics or themes that they're writing about, and they try their best to place their own emotions onto you, although some of them are more successful than others. The purpose for music as a writer, then, is a sort of litmus test. Take a piece of music you feel a strong emotional response to, and a story that is meant to elicit that same emotional response. Listen to the music, then read the story. Does it hit the same way? Well, obviously the music is going to be stronger because it's so raw, but you get pretty close to the same response with writing if you're clever. If the writing doesn't hit at all, however, you know there's some rewriting that needs to be done. And another method that I would recommend here um, as sort of an ad-lib is if you listen to that music while you're writing, right? Because if you have the music in your head while you're writing it, it becomes a lot easier to you know visualize things and understand, okay, um, you know, I, I want to do it this way, I want to do it that way. That's why Boys and Girls has such a long playlist. So there's a public uh, playlist for my novel, Boys and Girls. It's about, I want to say, four hours long. It's because a lot of the scenes in Boys and Girls are based on specific songs. And so I have, I have connected those songs to that book in such a way that is pretty, um, you know, unseparable for me and my own personal belief. So, those are two forms of media that I'd recommend. Video games can also work, though they're a bit too good at describing their nature, because there's a lot of cheap tricks that games can get away with because of the interactive element. Um, you know, because you're, you're 
in a world and you're experiencing things and you're making raw decisions, it feels a lot more immersive. And because it feels a lot more immersive, it feels like you're, you have a deeper emotional connection, which is nothing wrong with video games, but it's just not something that we can, rec uh, we can replicate in writing. As for recommendations across these, once again, I don't think my own suggestions would be of much help. Instead, I suggest this. Look at the classics across literature, film, and music. Digest a couple, and in particular, in particular, pick out the ones you either really liked or really didn't like. From there, try to find a pattern in what you like, and try to find separate patterns in what you didn't like. That way you have a good list of things to steal from, and a good list of things to avoid. Anyway, that's about it. I'm sure I'll think of more tips outside of this as time goes on, but if that ever comes up, I'll just edit this post and add to it. If you have anything that works for you, feel free to post it in the comments. So that is the end of, of that article. I mean, that one's pretty recent, so it still stays. I don't think I really have any corrections that I would say on that for the most part, but that has been that one. Uh, you know, like I said, description below, there is the link to the original blog post. But for now, I will see you in the next one.